Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome everyone back to the Trish Regan Show. Wow, you know, when it's just not going your way, all you have to do is blame Russia, right? Like that's that's the calling card of the left right now. It must be Russian interference again because Biden couldn't possibly be doing this badly in the polls, right? Either that or ABC and Washington Post don't know what they're talking about. Donald Trump's up 10 points and the left is having a complete meltdown as we are now on the verge of a government shutdown. A few things to say about all of this. Welcome to the live edition of the show. Good to have you all here. Seeing again so many familiar faces, which is wonderful. If you haven't subscribed, do me the favor. Hit that little subscribe button and the bell right now because it's an important time. Listen, I want to start today with something that I I promise you, this is going to really get on your nerves. I have to like preface this because I actually had like a a visceral reaction. I listened to this soundbite of none other than uh, Mr. Eric Swalwell, who would have been the, is the representative you see from California that took up with that Chinese spy, remember Fang Fang? Well, he's got quite a sordid past and he's clearly willing to do anything to kind of spout his party line. I mean, clearly he's not somebody that's really governed, I don't think, by any kind of compass of his own. <laughs> Hope there's no fang fangs hanging around still. Anyway, so Eric Swalwell goes on that Choice Network, MSNBC, and he starts somehow saying something that is so inverted and ridiculous Because, again, everybody's trying to explain how could things possibly be going badly. I mean, you know, you're only spending billions of dollars in Ukraine and doing nothing for the border and looking at mass inflation again. I mean, this couldn't be Biden's fault, right? No, no, no. It's it's MAGA's fault. Listen to Eric Swalwell. No, nature abhors a vacuum. In in a void, uh, Republicans, you know, will continue to tell lies uh, about President Biden. And and that's in part why I I think his approval rating is as low as it is, is that they tell these lies. We don't punch back hard enough. We play on our side of the field rather than theirs. And then on the right wing uh, media ecosystem, it just reinforces those lies. And then they use the low poll numbers to justify why they're going to lean in uh, even more. It's kind of funny, right? Like, it gets you a little mad, but it's kind of funny because he's just lying through his teeth, literally lying through his teeth. He's saying somehow that people just make up stuff about Biden. Really? I actually think the press goes kind of easy on Biden. I mean, can you imagine, ladies and gentlemen, can you imagine if Donald Trump did half of the things? That Biden does. I mean, over and over again. I'm trying to see if I can find this. Oh, yeah, this is this is pri- priceless. I mean, you can't even make this stuff up. It, for those of you that haven't seen it, Joe Biden can't seem to get the word boy out of his head when he's referring to an African-American male, even if that African-American black male you know, you say, forgive me. I, I know that's kind of people get touchy about that term. Um in, in, you know, now I'm pulling like a Biden, right? Anyway, uh, he, this is a term you should definitely be very, very touchy about because if you're a black man, you really don't want to be called boy. Like that is just not, not okay. And um, yet Joe Biden keeps doing this. Like I'm not, I'm not making this up. I, I think it's really weird. I mean, granted he's from another era and he may be suffering, and I say this in all seriousness, from early stages of dementia. I mean, I'm no doctor, but gosh, you know, there's a lot of warning signs there, including this. Here we go. The two of the great artists of our time representing the groundbreaking legacy of hip-hop in America, LLJ Cool J. Uh... 
By the way, that boy's got he got man's got biceps bigger than my thighs. I think he's been an MC Light. Both of you, thank you. Okay, you get it. Because they're both. I mean, he's trying to save himself there, and I explained yesterday there was. This is not the first time he's done it. Like recently, like three times, just within the last several months, including calling one of the FEMA personnel directors who who happens to be a black man. (laughs) Boy, I mean, I I just I'm blown away by that. So no, we're not making anything up, Eric Swalwell. This guy, like, he's doing it all on his own. And I'm not making up inflation numbers of 3.5% for the month of August. That is how much consumer spending has gone up. And I'm not making up numbers. These are from the Biden government in terms of all, all the, the people that are coming into the country. What was the latest? 2.8 million? Illegally. Like crossing the border. I mean, this is, this is not good. You got an economy that's lousy. You got a border policy that's non-existent. Here's a little factoid for you. How do you like this? In Baltimore, unbelievable. This is the product of Democrat administrations that clearly are not looking out for the people at all. Not looking out for the people, certainly not in the city of Delaware, in Democrat-run Baltimore. Zero students tested proficient in math. 13 of the city's public high schools. Zero I mean, why don't you just shut those schools down for goodness sakes? How is it that they're still in operation? How can anybody collect a paycheck in these schools? You are not helping these kids. And you know, just 92 out of the 809 students at the city's top five public high schools testified proficient in math. And what are they talking about now in California? We need new math. We need a new kind of math because math is apparently racist because kids in Baltimore aren't doing well. (laughs) I mean, no, Eric Swalwell, he's doing this to himself. Your party is doing this to itself. The Democrats have missed on every single possible opportunity to make life better for poor Americans, disenfranchised Americans. And what do they do? They screw it up at every turn because, you see, it's not about helping people. It's not about helping people at all. It's about making them subservient, making them dependent on big government, on Uncle Sam, on Uncle Joe. I mean, hey, Gavin Newsom, who wants to take Joe Biden's place at the top of the ticket. Mark my words. I mean, he's out there voting for $5 million to every descendant of slaves in California and forgiveness of all debt and health care for life. I mean, that, that's buying votes. And by the way, if it were that easy, great. But, you know, that's not going to solve it either. I mean, just look at, you know, lottery winners, for goodness sake. Somebody wins the lottery and a couple of years later, they're bankrupt. It's about something so much bigger that the Democrats have destroyed beginning in the 1960s. Johnson, my gosh. I mean, you look at the welfare. What was intended, frankly, was to help people, right? So if a single mom is there at home raising her kids, She needs the money. She needs the help. And instead, what did you do? You wound up breaking up families in this nation, kicking the man out of the house, destroying these families. You're destroying community. You're destroying church. And you're left with cities like Baltimore, where the union, the teacher's union, has all the power. And these kids don't know how to add one plus one and get to two. They're not even proficient in math. You know what? We need to get rid of these teachers' unions. 
Joe Biden is all about the teachers unions. For goodness sakes, even Barack Obama had the decency to recognize when the unions are way out over their skis. I love teachers. We need teachers. We need good teachers. We need to pay teachers well. This is all true in the affirmative. But we don't need unions with a bunch of teachers that want to phone it in and think they can do class via Zoom or think that it's okay to pass students along when they can't read, write, or or do any arithmetic. I did a story years ago when I was a correspondent at CBS, and I, I did this story. It was actually in New York City on public schools that were just passing these kids along, and they would get to the point where they were, like, in high school, and they couldn't read. I mean, like, it sounds crazy, and you think, oh, that's not possible. It's not possible. And, and I, I had the reaction at the time, and I was like, how, how can that be? I mean, they can't read. So why are they now in eighth grade? Like, how do you go from first to second to third? And you know why? Because the teachers don't want to deal with them. It's somebody else's problem. They keep passing them to somebody else, and nobody actually takes the time to teach these kids. There's no family structure at home, so there's no support at home. And you have generations that are getting lost. And, of course, it's worse because of COVID, for sure. So, no, this is all Biden's doing. Kids are failing. You got a a border that's wide open. You got crazy inflation, high gas prices because he has no energy plan. Never did. Thank you very much. And now we've got what a government on the verge of a shutdown. And he wants to give $24 billion more to Ukraine. And, of course, when you look at the poll numbers, they're bad. I mean, these poll numbers are so bad. The Democrats are flipping out in ways that, that, you know, they're like tearing out their hair. How could this be? I mean, our Joe Biden, who's supposed to be so, you know, non-offensive. How, how is he 10 points behind Donald Trump, who's super offensive? I said it all along, like America needs to look at policy. Policy matters. Personality, I get it. Like that matters too, right? And there are things that we all wish that Donald Trump would not do. I'm just, you know, like occasionally he gets a little out there. All right. Let, let, let's be honest. But the guy stands for something. He's been consistent in what he stood for. And by the way, his policy is clearly better than anything else we have seen. Certainly from the likes of the Dems. But no, no. I mean, he, he can't possibly be ahead ever of our Joe Biden. In fact, it must be Russian interference. This is the new line. It must be Russian interference. I've got to play this clip for you guys because this is unbelievable. Hillary Clinton going on with Peppermint Patty. Forgive me, but she's really living up to the name here. Just the lighting, the suit, everything you'll see in just a second. So she goes on her little show there, again on MSNBC. And and th- this woman, Jen Psaki, who used to be the PR person before KJP came in for the Biden administration, she literally sets us up. She like spoon feeds her the question. It's so gross, frankly, as a journalist to see this. It's like, let me tee this up for you, Mrs. Clinton, and let's see how you react. Vladimir Putin uh, has obviously your friend, your friend and mine. Uh, yes, indeed. He has uh, intervened in our election in the past. Right. It's not something, as you experienced firsthand, it's not something we talk about a lot. Do you fear that that is something that could be happening for 2024? And do you think we should be talking about it more? Well, I think we should be talking about it more because I don't think, despite all of the 
uh, you know, deniers, uh, there's any doubt that he interfered in our election or that he has interfered in many ways in uh, the uh, internal affairs of other countries, funding political parties, funding, you know, political candidates, uh, buying off, uh, you know, government officials in different places. I'm dying. Do, do you see the irony here? I mean, there's no doubt he's interfered. He's buying off officials in different countries. I, I'm sorry. Like, w- have we not just been like going through the whole Hunter Biden thing? Like, did he not just get in a whole bunch of trouble for collecting millions and millions of dollars from the likes of China, Russia, Romania, you name it, right? Being for sale as a foreign lobbyist, never registering as a foreign lobbyist, but bragging that, you know, he had his dad on speed dial, which clearly it did because his dad would like phone in to meetings while he was vice president, while Hunter had this little side gig where he was collecting $83,000 a month for a board job at his little company there, Rosemont Seneca from Burisma Holdings, the energy company that was looking for protection in Ukraine. I mean, I'm sorry, like Hillary Clinton, what do you think happens in the world? The U.S., by the way, all the time, and I hope we do, is trying to influence elections around the world because we are trying to preserve a balance of power, if you would. Like, that is what we do. Remember when Angela Merkel was kind of annoyed because it turned out the NSA was like reading all her texts and listening to her, her phone messages. I talked at the time to uh, the, the former head of the NSA about that. And I remember him telling me like, look, this is just what we do. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I hope you do. Right. Because we are the United States of America still, but we also have to anticipate Germany's doing the same thing to us. Russia's doing the same thing to us. I mean, this is just, you know, how the world works. So don't sit there and pretend it's otherwise. When, for goodness sakes, you there with the CGI. Did you see that? We should look again. CGI right there behind her. Take a Vladimir peek, Putin, everyone. Uh, has obviously... ...initiative where they're you- collecting millions and millions and millions of dollars for their charity initiatives from all these places around the world. What do you think all those people are trying to do other than to buy influence, buy acceptance with the United States of America and clearly the Clintons? I mean, come on. Like, this is how the world works. We all get it. We don't like it. It's wrong. Okay, but for goodness sakes, I mean, you're going you're gonna to criticize Putin for his influence on some officials when the vice president's son was clearly for hire, openly for hire. And now the next question is, was the father too, right? That's what we got to get to. That is the whole point of this impeachment inquiry. Wow. Anyway, I'm just blown away by the brazen willingness to lie. I'm blown away by how they're also trying to give us this little detour with Bob Menendez. This is hysterical, actually. This, this, this is priceless, This is, I mean, you cannot make this up, can you? New headline today. Check it out. (laughs) Bob Menendez enlists Hunter Biden's defense attorney in bribery case. (laughs) I'm sorry, but do they have like some little club? Ah, you know, you've been, (laughs) you've you've been uh, indicted for possibly working with foreign powers like Egypt, in the case of Bob Menendez, for a price. 
you know, the, the convertible he had, the Mercedes convertible, the $500,000, nearly five hundred in cash and gold that the authorities have found that they say allegedly came from these people that were trying to buy influence in Egypt. Oh, my gosh. And then he goes out and he hires Hunter's lawyer. Like That's one where, like, if I were Joe, I'd be kind of annoyed and say, listen to the lawyer. You know, this might not be the most appropriate thing in the world because it's just too freaking obvious. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, so now we're on the verge of this shutdown. You know, I, if I haven't mentioned it, I want to make sure I do. Portions of the show are brought to you by our friends over at LegacyPMInvestments.com, 1-866-589-0560. Charles, the CEO, is going to be on the show with me tomorrow so he can answer some of your questions. If I can get them live, we'll do that because I know a lot of you, especially right now as we approach the shutdown, do have questions about the economy, about where you put money in light of all this spending that is just really reckless and is not going to go away. Anyway, one 589 is their number, and uh, they can answer some of your questions if you're interested in investing in something like gold. But anyway, it's pretty, pretty remarkable that we're now on the verge of a government shutdown again. And Donald Trump is coming out saying, look, these people don't know how to negotiate and they need to play harder. I think, you know, his negotiating standpoint is just you ask for everything, right? So he wants the whole kit and caboodle. He's out with a really aggressive, I can't say tweet anymore. He's on true social, of course, his uh, platform there. He's on true social saying, you know, look, like, don't, don't give in. We should shut down the government. The government's not doing us any good anymore, blah, 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 blah. I mean, I get it from a negotiating standpoint. All that said, you don't really want to be in a position, right? Because it's going to come with some economic pain. That's the reality. So you want to protect people from that. But it's become this sort of gamemanship and this bad game of chicken. What I would say is disturbing is that we we have a very unfocused Republican Party. I mean, Kevin McCarthy is easily sort of swayed one way or the other. I mean, he he can be lacking in my estimation, in sort of having, again, a center. It's so critical that you have your own view. And yes, you can be influenced or, or at least talked to by other sides, but stand for something yourself, right? And that's what leadership is about. And we're not seeing that consistently from Kevin McCarthy. I mean, he kind of just is like, which, whichever way the wind blows. And so now he's got himself in a situation where he's like, oh, I don't know what to do. So I'm going to give him some advice. Here's what you need to do. The $24 billion for Ukraine. That's a lot of money, okay? Especially when you're talking about, what, $12 billion for U.S. disaster relief? I mean, let's find a way here to keep the government open, and let's finance the U.S. government, but let's be careful about financing the government over there in Ukraine. I mean, because we've already seen all the reports of graft, which are just incredible. I'm going to leave, you know, the whole issue of Russia versus Ukraine aside and just talk about the money here, money that we really don't have because, well, we don't. I mean, we we, we just can't keep up this charade. It's not sustainable in the long run. It will lead to mass inflation. That's why people are talking about the Roman Empire so much. Later today, we're going to have a whole report on that because I've done a lot on the Roman Empire. But clearly, this is not sustainable, ladies and gentlemen. It's not going to work. We can't spend this money, much money. Uh, You know, we can't even take care of ourselves. And now we're out there trying to take care of Ukraine and they've got all kinds of graft. I mean, they just got rid of another defense department minister. So what's that? Two now plus the deputies. Why? Oh, graft. You see, everybody's taking a little something along the way. This may be why we're spending more on an annual basis there where we don't even have troops in Ukraine than we spent 20 years in Afghanistan. I mean, I know we got inflation and everything, but come on. 
So that's my idea for McCarthy. You know what? Have a center. Find that center. Find out who you are, Kevin, and then lead. Lead your party so that you know you don't have unnecessary victims along the way, which you, you you're going to have, right? If we get a government shutdown, it's like I I don't believe in you know flirting with the idea of disaster and not paying our bills when everybody talks about us on the brink and you know we're going to just somehow like default on our debt. We can't do that, okay? We're not Latin America, although gosh, it seems like it these days, doesn't it? Really and truly, I have so much more to talk to you guys about. I really do want you to subscribe to the show. I'm going to be back later with some originals because I want to do a whole thing on this. Russian, um, forgive me, the Roman Empire, the Roman Empire, because I, I've, I've done a lot of work on this in the past, and I'm excited that people are finally talking about it. I do think about it. You know, I'm not a guy, obviously, but I think about it a lot, and it's just because I'm, well, kind of into those economic things and don't like the idea of spending so much money. So we're going to talk about that and a few other things. So do me the favor of subscribing. I'll be back with you in a short bit. Great to have you here as always. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast on Apple, do that Apple podcast, and I will see you shortly. Thanks.